Welcome to episode 37 of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. Hello everyone, I'm Hector and I'm here with my tag team partner, Mark. What's going on? We're down a guy right now. Yep, missing in action. Hopefully he'll jump yeah. back in later. Okay. Yeah, it's, we're better without him, he's a heel. <laughs> it's a face show today. Okay, it should, it, it should be simple unless he he butts in. <laughs> um, let's talk about um SmackDown last Friday. We had um Escobar in his Tony Montana outfit, giving his reasons of why he turned on Ray. It was a, a pretty good promo. Great outfit to introduce the bad guy version of him. What do you thought? I mean, we got some nice little NXT vibes. You know how he was in NXT as a heel. Yes. Yeah. He did very good in NXT as a bad guy, so I'm definitely looking forward to what we're going to get out of this. But uh, Zelina Vega has really got to stop with the crocodile tears. Like this is getting a little, <laughs> little, little frustrating right now. She's from the she's from the hood, man. She's from New York City. You shouldn't be crying like that. <laughs> but I, I get it actually, but it worked out okay. Like it was, you could see like and he turned on Joaquin and um. I, oh, I say Joaquin. Oh my God, it's not Joaquin. I know it's Joaquin Wild. Yeah, so I, I was going to see my eye on Impact and DJZ, so I'm trying to like not <laughs> use them. And then, um, not Roll Mendoza. What, what's what's his what's his name now? Oh, I forget. Yeah, I always mistake. I always make the mistake. Um, but anyway, yeah, we don't. It was well done. Mysterio needed actual knee surgery in, in you know real life, so definitely a good way to write it out. And now we have Santos Escobar and uh, Carlito going to be fighting at Survivor Series. And this is actually, if they wanted to pull the trail, I don't think they will, but this is where, remember, Electra Lopez originally was part of Legado de Fantasma? Yes. Maybe bring her in the picture. To be, oh, you know, that would be great. I didn't think of that. And then Electra for Carlito gives her a reason to come to the main roster, but her and Lola Vice have been a really good team over on NXT, so I don't necessarily think that happens, but it's always an option. Yeah, I would, I would like that. But um, I feel like there's more to this story than just Escobar fighting Carlito. I, I thought they would all turn on Carlito, but um, I feel like there's more. So? That's what I thought when I saw that. I mean, there's still time for that to happen. Maybe at Survivor Series, they come and it looks like they're gonna help Carlito and they jump Carlito. Because remember, Carlito's the new guy in here. I mean, he's a he's a legend and all that. But this this was Escobar's crew until he opened his arms and let Ray in. He had his own crew with their own names and everything, and, and Ray came in and changed everything. But, I mean, Carlito's the, the new guy. I thought they would be they would stand by Escobar. But, like I said, it could happen in Survivor Series or not. But I can see it. Or do you think it's going to go to all the way to WrestleMania, like Escobar versus Ray? Or this, this is not a long-term oh, story? Let's see. WrestleMania's what? One month and change away? Yeah, April. What's that? Um... December, January, February, March. I don't know, man. That's, a, that's actually a really good question. I didn't expect you to ask. Um, that's a tough one. I think they could if they really wanted to. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I know Ray said he, he he wants to retire in two years, which that would be 2025. 20, but, I mean, with all his injuries and his age and everything, I don't know if do you do, like, a retirement match. Not, not saying that he's going to lose, but, like, do you put, like, retirement on the line? Or is it, like, hair versus mask match? Well, I don't know. If you're gonna retire, I guess you can do hair versus mask and have Santos win the mask. But 
there's definitely definitely options there. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, his last match should be, I guess, against Dominic or um, Escobar or somebody that could be taking his place. I'm sorry, I'm choking here. That's all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then from there, we um, while everything was going on, we had Cody backstage at SmackDown to speak to the general manager over there. And all we could think of, he's making a deal. Maybe to bring in Kevin Owens or somebody from SmackDown to be on his team for Survivor Series to be the fifth member. But there was no clue. Owens is to get involved in everything, huh? <laughs> That's what it seems like. He's everywhere. <coughs> then we had what else? We had the main event of LA Knight versus Jimmy, which turned out like everything always happens. The bloodline in- interferes, and of course, Cody comes and helps him, leading people to think that since he helped LA Knight, LA Knight might be the fifth member for Survivor Series. But, yeah, the, the rumors are always high with Randy Orton, CM Punk, and now LA Knight name has been thrown in there too. So I guess we'll find out. Um, supposedly, um, as we're taping right now, recording this episode, Raw is on live, and by I'm assuming 11 11 p.m. tonight, the fifth member will be announced. So stay tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. From there, we're going to go into Saturday's AEW Full Gear. I watched it. I loved it. Um, you, were, you were watching it in um, David Busted's, or did you get to see it? I only got to see a little bit because I was on a date, and <laughs> she would have left me there if I continued to watch the TV screen and not pay attention to her. So I made the right call. However, I did get a little bit in, Okay. and I got to see a couple... I saw a bit of uh, Hangman and Swerve, which from what I saw looked spectacular. Um, I got to see a little bit of the Edge, Darby, and Sting match against Christian, Lucha, Soros, and Nick Wayne. I got to see a little bit of, um, what was the other one? Um, The Julia Hart winning the uh, title, TBS title. So I got to see a few things. Yeah, I was wondering, because you said you only got to see half of it. Did Dave and Buzz allow the Swerve match to go on? I don't think really many people were even paying attention. So okay. when Dave Buster, we ate, and then we were playing like the games and stuff. So the TVs were all over the place. So like, oh, I believe it was only two screens in the entire place had uh, AEW. Okay, because yeah, I can so imagine. So it wasn't like you know, it, it wasn't like they were all over the place. Gotcha. Because I can imagine someone eating or drinking or someone uptight because it'd be like, "There's too much blood. Can you please change that?" Yeah, I mean, and also I wasn't necessarily paying that much attention to it. Right. Like, but. I didn't see them change it. You gotcha. know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I mean, was there for Dave Busters for like nearly three and a half, almost four hours. So I was there for almost the entire pay-per-view. Okay. Well, let's start from the beginning with the, the pre-show. We had um, a couple of good matches at the pre-show. Um, we had I'm gonna, Claudio versus um, Buddy Matthews. And I thought that match was good. It went back and forth. Um, great. It was a great wrestling match, I thought it was. Um, we had the main match that everybody was worried about or talking about was MJF finally taking, um, Samoa Joe's help to fight the guns. I didn't understand this part. The whole thing of Samoa Joe, um, being on, um, MJF's side was he's going to get a title shot that he's promised by MJF if he protects him. He did protect him. There was, there was a part where they threw MJF to the turnbuckle and Joe threw his body so he could bounce off of him. And not hit the turnbuckle. 
and they, they win the match, and then he walks off. By him walking off, now leaves MJF alone. They attack him. They hurt his knee. I, I felt that there's a hole in the story. Samoa Joe should have stood there and protected him. Because if MJF can't retain that title, he doesn't get his title shot. Because it's not like he's the number one contender. He's This is just by word. I promise you a title shot if you protect me. And he walked off and he got injured and had to be sent to the hospital and everything. So I felt like that was stupid. Samoa Joe should have been making sure he retains the title so he could get his title shot. But, um, right, to protect his investment. Yeah. Because you want, if he loses the title, Jay White's not going to give you a title shot. You didn't make a deal with him, so I just thought he should have been stuck around, and then maybe they jump Samoa Joe and he can't be there or something. But I don't know. I was going to say LA Knight. Tony Khan sometimes has a couple of holes in his stories. But then the, the well, there's a couple of holes in his head. But that's another. <laughs> that's a story right there. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Before we even jump to the pay per view, we forgot about um, Ring of Honor. That was recorded on Friday. And surprise, surprise, Ronda Rousey was there. Had a lot of people talking. Did she sign with AEW? How come she didn't show up on AEW? How come she didn't show up at the pay-per-view? How come she was at a pre-taped episode and everything? Um, I'll leave it up to you. Your thoughts? Well, from what I read, it was only basically just a handshake deal showing up just to continue the program. I think she was doing something with, with Athena and on, somewhere on the Indies or yes, something. Yes, that's correct, yeah. Well, it's probably just to continue the story. I, I mean, Ronda... Ronda gets a lot of shit. <laughs> but I don't think it's necessarily fair. Because, granted, I'm sure it's a paycheck to her. Just like for most people it is. But she seems to care about the wrestling business in her own way. I think what the people getting the idea of her souring on the wrestling business, she wasn't souring on wrestling. She was souring on sports entertainment. And what I mean by that is a lot of WWE fans, unfortunately, you know, I have to take claim to being a WWE fan, so I have to unfortunately claim these other people are also fans, so it makes people like me look bad. Um, they booed the shit out of her. They essentially hated her. Right. After, like, the novelty wore off after, like, one or two appearances, it was, like, when she was at Mania again, with Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie, everybody was going nuts for her, like, oh, my God, she's so great, she's never even been in the ring before, but she's playing, like, she's playing, but she's wrestling so well, like, God, this is awesome, and then everybody just kind of just turned on her out really quick, and Ronda didn't understand it because she... Uh, I don't want to say the understand the business, she understood the business, but she didn't realize that it happened. You know, I'm going to get food. And even as a heel, like people were just lying a lot, saying a lot of disrespectful stuff, social media. And from her psyche standpoint, UFC, she had, she got beat, she had to leave. She yeah. doesn't have the mental psyche for sports entertainment. For wrestling, where you're just dealing with neckbeards and other idiots from AEW fans or whatever, this is more, I don't want to, not lowbrow, lowbrow is a wrong term, but more off the radar. Where she can just enjoy being with like her friends, like Marina and whatnot, and just do stuff she likes to do. Yeah, I I think the the booing comes from being an outsider and that what what they say not paying your dues of being independent and start from NXT and so on and so on. And it's, and it's losers that live in their mother's basements <laughs> and people that couldn't get a date if their life depended on it that are ones that are doing this because they're losers and nothing else to do. And how is that fair to the talent? It's not yeah, fair no. because it came about a different way. 
And I think the same thing is happening to um, Logan Paul. But I think little by little, he's he's um, getting them. But they, they boo him like crazy because he's the outsider. So it happens to Kurt Angle, but he won everybody over eventually. But, yeah. But I think, yeah, like you said, it's, it was a handshake there. It was, it's nothing permanent. Um, and plus, she's having fun right now. Remember, there's four horsewomen. She spent her time with Shayna, helped Shayna get to wherever Shayna's up to right now. And now she's she's working with the other two um, horsemen, the horsewomen. If I was Tony Khan, I would take um, them two and bring them up to AEW. Because then that would kind of give Ronda the, the initiative to be like, okay, I want to be in AEW now. But... Um, yeah, it, like I, I read the same thing. It, it was just like a one-time thing, and she's just gonna be in, in the independence and just having fun doing her own thing, on her own schedule, not answering to anybody. Yeah, that's better for her. Yeah. So then now we enter um, full gear, and we had what? Um, I, I once again, I've never been let down with our AEW pay-per-view. All the matches were good. Um. The only well, you thing, have very little expectations. Of course, you're not gonna get let down. I I had high expectations. The only, well, I did. So I was let down because I had a very high expectation on the devil. Listen, I have to be. I have to pull my my Raymond weight of this podcast since he's not gonna say these, these comments. So I have to be the heel just for no, a while. No, no, you're, you're fine saying that because a lot of people feel the same way. A lot, a lot of people don't even pay. I, I I saw on Facebook a couple of people saying, "Where can I watch this match at?" Because I can't find it on YouTube. Nobody wants to pay the fifty dollars. Nobody wants to put any effort into it. They want to see it for free, a little clip, because they heard it was a good match, a great match, and they missed out. But, yeah, I the only part I was let down was there was no devil. I don't understand how you show the devil every week, and now you have this big show, and there's not one mention of the devil. Um, I mean, I said it on our last podcast when the devil was going to show up, and everybody's like, no, nope, it's going to be to me full gear. I said it's going to be right when it's con- MJF contract is going to run out. And that gives you it gives you the the possibility of um, being Dolph Ziggler instead of Jack Perry. Yeah, but like I said, that, that 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 could work and everything. I just feel like it was funny how the devil and his goons are jumping everybody, and then when it's time for full gear, not e- not even a mention, like even like a little video in the backstage, something like to show you like, oh, he's here or whatever. They, they didn't have him at all, right? The, the devil character, right? No. They didn't have him, right? No, the whole three, four hours, whatever, the, how long it was, because once again, it was a long a long event. Um, no. And if, if I'm correct, I don't think they mentioned the devil. Like, I don't, I don't think the announcers even said anything. It was like he didn't exist for that day, which I thought was weird because we saw him the last four weeks of Dynamite. But, um... Like I said, he was jumped. MJF was um, jumped in the pre-show. They had to take him to the hospital. He um, begged Adam Cole to make sure they don't take his title away. And whatever he whatever he has to do, just don't let them take the title away. So Adam Cole decides he's going to fight at the main event and defend MJF and his title. Which makes no sense because you have one guy with a bad leg. And the other guy with, that just had surgery is going to replace the guy with the bad leg. So it made no sense. So like I said, it was the only paper that had a couple of holes that made no sense. So as of now, we're looking at Adam Cole versus Jay White. And that's your new main event as the day is going by. But I want to go straight to uh, Swerve Strickland and Hangman Page. 
it's a death match. I've said it many times before in our podcast episodes. I'm not really into um, those death matches and how gruesome it could get. I enjoyed every second of this one. I don't know if it was because of the story of he broke into his house and he, he destroyed his kids' paintings and he talked over the crib. But I felt like every part of the violence was worth it from both sides. I thought uh, Swerve Strickland looked like a monster. He deserves a title shot after this, even though he lost. But I've never been so happy to see a staple gun being used. Wait, 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 wait hold on, hold on, hold on. Swerve <laughs> lost that match? I, he, I'm correct, yeah, right. Or, I thought the entire time he won the match. Like, I, I didn't see the end, but it looked like based on everything, I thought he won. Well, now you're going to make me double check now, and I'm going crazy. But um, there was one scene where... Hangman takes out the the painting of um that he that uh, Swerve um that ripped up of his son, and he takes the piece, puts it on Swerve Strickland's cheek, and uses the staple gun. And I thought it was amazing. There were staple guns, foreheads, arms, everything. Uh, I'm looking at it now because now you got me thinking that I was wrong, but I don't see it now. Hold on. I just be... Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. I correct. Uh, Swerve won the match. I don't. I don't know what I'm thinking. My mind is on a hundred things. But yeah, Man, the, the big AEW. I'm the big. I'm the big AEW fan. And I think lots of damn things. It it was a long night, and maybe all the blood got into my head because so much blood was lost. AEW go for thirty six hours, so I can imagine. It felt like it, man. I mean, the, the MJF fight. Honestly, I have to watch it again. Cause it was so late and I, my eyes were closing, but it it was a good match. It, me saying that, you must people are gonna think, "Oh my god, it was boring." No, it's just a lot of wrestling. It's good wrestling, but like I said, it's it's a long Saturday night. I believe it was around eleven forty-five or something that the match ended. But um, yeah, the, um, I don't even know where to start from the MJF fight. It starts off with Adam Cole in the match. And then MJF comes driving the ambulance and decides he's going to stop. I've seen so many times before from other wrestlers. Oh <laughs> yes. my God, he's driving the ambulance. Yes. And you know, I, I, my question is like, do, do like people in like the, like, you know, the, the hospitals and stuff, do they realize that their ambulances get jacked like in almost <laughs> every at some point? Like, is they did not care, like, oh, it's a wrestler, they can take our ambulance. Like, I don't understand how that happens. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that works either, but it, it, it's happened many times that you would think, oh, we have a wrestler in the emergency room. Be careful. But, yeah. They're going to try and escape before they're, before they're allowed to allowed to leave, <laughs> and they're going to try and take one of our ambulances and bring it back. Oh, goodness. goodness, goodness <laughs> but M- so. MJF is, is able to retain his title and be able to put it around his waist. He wins the match. Um, Adam Cole does not turn on him. He's there. Is his surgery looks legit because it was hard for him to get into the ring and celebrate and everything, but he was there by his um his best friend. Uh, where do we where do we go from there? Um, the tag titles were retained by. Hold on, Jesus! I'm sorry, interruption here. <laughs> yeah, so the tag team, the tag titles were retained by Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Uh, but, I predicted that too, by the way. Yes, you did. I think you're the only one, right? Because I picked, I picked, yes. 
um, Black and Brody. It's all in House of Black. Yes. I'm sure they were going to retain. I thought the House was going to win every match, but... That the House matter. doesn't always win, Hector. I thought they did. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that's it. Um, We're going to move on to Raw, which they just said by 9 o'clock today... Raw, I mean, Raw, Cody's team. Is it Cody's team, or is it just the Raw team? I don't know. Well, no, because Judgment Day isn't Raw or SmackDown. They're, they're, they're in flux. I, I think it's just Team Cody against Team Judgment Day, I would think, is going to be the... Gotcha. So, see, the, each each team has announced who they're going to have fight tonight for to take the advantage for Survivor Series. And Team Cody has picked Jay. And Judgment Day has picked Drew McIntyre. It's also said that by the end of the show, Team Cody has to pick their fifth member. So it'll be interesting to see if... I doubt we're ever going to see CM Punk show up at 11 o'clock on Raw tonight. So I'm leaning more towards it's going to be Randy Orton or LA Knight, I guess. I can't see anything. Oh, it's Brooklyn Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> Chicago. Brooklyn Brawler. Or Doink the Clown, or I'm gonna go with Damien Demento. Damien Demento because it's a, it's in a, it's in a cage, so you know he's demented. So there you go. That, that's my choices. Chicago would love that. <laughs> I think he booed out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> now I say no matter by in the next what is it? It's nine thirty as we're we're recording this. It's gonna be Randy Orton or Ellie Knight. Are we still gonna hear CM Punk chants? If it's LA, you know, I think if it's LA night, I think we run the risk of people getting not happy with that. I really do. To me, it, it, Orton's the only one that you can have. It's not. It's not Punk. I think, I think LA. This might be detrimental for him if you put him in that match. I think um, no matter who it is, even the same with Randy Orton, maybe not at, at the at the the main event, but I feel like th- throughout the show we're gonna get CM Punk chats. And if any match. Oh, if any match drags, like I feel, I, I'm hoping a good match out of Carlito and Escobar. But if that that's match, a, that's the match I was thinking of right yeah. now, like off just right off the gate. Yeah. That's the match that they're gonna hijack it with the CM Punk chance. Yeah, if that match just drags just a little or anything, if there's a headlock for more than ten seconds, you just give him a couple seconds, and, and you know, just to have <laughs> yeah. like a slow part of those sets that it's getting hijacked with CM Punk. Exactly. Because besides, the, oh, since we're talking about that. Um, Carlito and Escobar, who you got for that match? Um, I'm going to go with Santos. I think somebody's going to help him. Yeah. I think he's going to have time to whether it's Electra Lopez or maybe somebody else from NXT or something. Because, you know, obviously, if it's Santos against Joaquin Wild and let's just say Raul Mendoza, because I can't remember his actual, you know, other new name. Um, and, you know, all these other guys, you know, Santos needs backup. Yeah. And I really doubt he's going to go to Tony D'Angelo and Stacks <laughs> and them because that that doesn't make sense because they're faces on NXT. Right. Yeah, I I have my money on Santos winning by cheating. I don't know if it has to do with a female or a male, but yeah, someone's definitely helping him win that match just to make him more evil and everything. Um. <laughs> So, so then we have um, Gunther versus Miz. Who you got? Gunther versus Miz. Oh, it's Gunther, 
You think so? Okay, I'm gonna go with the Miz. I'm going for something crazy. If we're not gonna get, why CM- would the Miz be the one to end the, sh- the streak? I mean, uh, the 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 rain. Uh, they're gonna have a face to face in in like the next thirty minutes, and I don't know. I'm, I feel like we're gonna shock the world one way or another. It's CM Punk or, or Miz winning. Hector, I'm willing to bet anything I have that Miz is winning this match. Oh no, let me hit that. Oh, let me rephrase. I'm bet anything I have that Miz will Miz will not be the new Intercontinental Champion because he always can win by disqualification or something. Yeah. I don't I don't want any like loop loop arounds here. Right, gotcha. Okay. So okay, you can say I told I'm, I'm not, you. You can say I told you so. Go through to retain. Okay, I got you. Um, I only got four matches. Am I missing something? I have um Cody's team versus Judgment Day and the, and the females. Well, the women's women judge um war games. Yeah, you got. Uh, who's U.S. champion now? Um, Logan Paul, he's not on the card. No, he's not. Um, tag team titles are in the war games. Rollins is in war yeah. games. Maybe that. Well, yeah. remember, those war games might just take almost an hour apiece on average. Yeah, so I, as of right now, there's only four matches unless they add something later on today or on SmackDown they'll, they'll add something. I'm pretty exactly. sure um, Kevin Owens is on the Walla Experience show, so I'm, maybe he'll fight them. Oh, they're doing that on Survivor Series also? No, they're doing it on on SmackDown. I'm pretty sure that's going to lead into a match. Mm. You know what's funny? I'm not even, not even kidding with you. I totally forgot Survivor Series is this coming Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Right after right after Thanksgiving. Now, ladies and gentlemen of, the, of listening to the podcast, how do, how do you convince the girl that, that you're with, how do you convince her to watch Survivor Series? This is the question I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to figure out for the next handful of days. <laughs> Uh, you make you make sure Friday and Sunday is all about her. Well, I'm gonna be with her Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, so I got. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. So there you go. So so guess what? You're not watching SmackDown Friday, <laughs> and Sunday. Oh, no, no. I'll take that loss. I'll and, take that out. And Sunday, there's no talking about wrestling, and you make it. Friday's all about her. Saturday morning, afternoons, all about her. Sunday is all about her. I don't care if you gotta go for a walk in Central Park, take her go see some Christmas lights. But Saturday night, it's all about wrestling. And if there's a boring match and, and it's time to do a CM Punk chat, you guys can look for something extra to do. But yeah, that's the only way you're going to get away with it. This is going to be a tough sell, actually. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that sounds like a good deal. I mean, we're going, we're, we're going to SmackDown on, on the 1st at Barclay Center. Yeah, so yeah. we'll be seeing a lot of... Hopefully we'll see a, a handful of... Uh, Listeners to the podcast. Yeah. So you can, you can use that. You can be like, hey, you can watch Wrestling Saturday. So you can have an idea of what's happening on the first one we go. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna try and pitch it like that. And she's probably going to listen to this and be like, like no. Not <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, yeah no, on a sidebar, that, uh, that, uh, can't, uh, this podcast, two of the three hosts, the two that are on here right now, will be at SmackDown at the Barclays Center. That's right. December 1st. So... Anyone wants to say hello? For those of you that know what we look like, I mean, for those that listen to the podcast, you see the graphic. We look pretty much like the graphic. It's um, a- Hector's got arms the size of like most people's heads. Hey, hey, and- Raven's coming in. Here comes wait, the heel. Wait, Raven's joining the podcast right now. Yep, it's time for the heel. So he's joining forty minutes late. Yeah. Typical. It wasn't my fault. I tell you. <laughs> All right, good. Welcome. All right, Snitsky. I, I I apologize, gentlemen. Uh, this I I was playing offline, but anyway, <laughs> what did I miss? Everything. We're, 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 we're about to we're about to wrap it up. 
Well, with that said, then my shout out goes to the world. Wait, it's, it's not time to save the world yet. Oh, oh, oh. oh um, okay, predictions okay. for um, Becky, Charlotte, Sachi, Bianca versus Damage Control. Mm. Oh, I had to pick here. I, I like Damage Control. I don't know. I think that Bailey's in trouble, but I'm going with Damage Control. Mark? Yeah, I, I think. I think Bianca's team is going to win, but I only say that because I feel because of that, that's going to lead to Bailey being uh, like the next SmackDown or whatever, getting the ass beat out of her or something. Gotcha. Because I think there's going to be another person joining Damage Control, somebody from Japan or something that we'll never think of, because that's supposedly a rumor, and I can see that happening. I just I don't know who it would be. Gotcha. Heck, you never know. Zia Lee might join Damage Control. What the heck, right? Because Becky Lynch is in the, in the match. You know, Zia Lee get involved, help yeah. them win. We, we, that could happen. Yeah, I, yeah. I, my, my money is on Damage Control. I think we need to make this team look more powerful and evil and everything. And if, if they start off with a loss, it, it's not going to look good for them. Let's, let's start them off strong, Survivor Series, and, and beat the top girls. Well, I, as you say that, I'm thinking to myself, what could happen is that they do lose, but because of Bailey, starting the storyline of Bailey getting kicked out. Oh, That's what I think okay. So, so Mark, I mean, I'm oh, sorry, Mark Raymond. Since you were working, you didn't get to watch Raw. I did not. I watched maybe like the first few minutes of the whole Drew McIntyre coming into the ring and saying, "I'm not a part of Judgment Day," which I think is going to change later, but. Well, he's yeah, not. Yeah. He's, 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 he said, I'm not part of Judgment Day, but I, I would be in their team. I, I don't see him joining the team like being a full uh, member. No, but um, by by tonight, by the end of war, um, Team Cody has to pick their fifth member. Yes, and I think that's when we're going to finally find out if it's Randy Orton or Matt Riddle. I'm just joking. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone had, um, Sami Zayn said he has a... He has an idea for somebody on SmackDown. Seth Rollins said he has a couple of ideas. And Cody Rhodes said, um, I have an old friend that I could call. And they left it like that. So yeah. I decided, I told Hector I had three choices. Brooklyn Brawler, Doink the Clown, Damien Demento. Those are my three. So it's one of those three. <laughs> and then um, your opinion, Raymond. We said um, most likely it's going to be Randy Orton. If it's not... There's been rumors that it might be LA Knight. No matter who it is, let's say if it's Randy Orton, do you think there's still chance in Chicago for CM Punk? Well, I mean, it's WWE. Never say never. That's one thing we have learned. Because imagine this whole thing is a swerve. Like, we're thinking it's Randy Orton, and Randy Orton comes out. But between now and Saturday, all of a sudden someone gets beat up, and then now they got a spot open again? No, no, no. I said, outcome. I, I would say, like, the chance. Like the, the crowd. The chance, no, I'm just saying, but like, you know, is it a chance? I think it's low. No, not a you chance. Know, not a chance, Wait, a chance. I'm, like the crowd's chanting CM oh, Punk. Oh, chance. Yes. Oh, I apologize. Then. <laughs> I, I only have one earplug, so I mean, <laughs> that's why I'm not hearing so well. Chance, I think, uh, maybe. Um, I don't, uh, I know as a lady on TV, there isn't no CM Punk chance like there was like six years ago, constantly like on every single show. So I say maybe not. Gotcha. However, um, I do think that um, during the main event, you may hear it. Uh, me, me and Mark agreed that in the Santos versus um, Carlito match, if there's like a slow part, that the, the audience would take over. 
I well, let's see. Hopefully, WWE doesn't allow for that. But let's see. They, what you mean? Allow it? They can't. They can't do anything about it. Stop it! <laughs> it's Chicago. It's Chicago. What are they going to mute the mute the entire noise that's going on in the ring? Like, you know what I mean? Listen, like, if they could pipe in people chanting, they can kind of reverse it. Just kind of lower the crowd really quick and play in chairs. You need you can't do that in in, in live. <laughs> but you, you would need like post production in order yeah. to do that. Like, so, without knowing who's on the fifth member of Cody's um, team, who do we got to win this match? Judgment Day or Cody? Um, from what I read, I'm going to say Judgment Day. Okay. Mark? Do you want me to share what I read or no? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, wait, okay. wait, wait, before, wait, before you read that, just real quick, everyone's predictions, and then tell me what you read, and, and then we could go off with rumors okay, and everything. So, um, so, okay, so this, this I'm going to go with Judgment Day. Okay. Mark? Yeah, this is a tough one, because I think it also ties into Damian Priest's Money in the Bank briefcase. I feel like this is the time where he's going to try and cash it in. But I still, in my heart and in my brain, say that Seth Rollins is holding the title to Mania where Gunther beats him to become the champion. I'm still sticking on that. So with that being said, they got to figure out, okay, well, what's what's the angle here? I still, I think Judgment Day does get the win. Okay. Um, um, because it's going to cause, you know, it was McIntyre and, and the other guys. I think they could still keep going. And it'll make... A lot of people wonder what's going on. I don't know if that makes that makes a lot makes any sense. Yeah, I get it. I, I say Judgment Day wins also, and same thing like you. I've I've said it before in the past episodes. I feel like um, Seth Rollins gets injured, jumped by Drew or somebody, and Damian Priest catches in. But um, let's go to Raymond. So from what I read somewhere, there's the rumor that they got Orton, but toward the end of the match. Or in RKO's Cody, so then that gets Cody into the Rumble, so he has that 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 storyline between now and the Rumble. Hmm. You think you think we're getting Orton and Cody again? I asked what. No, no, I, I, that, this th- is, th- that that's happening. I just don't think that's happened so early. Like I, I hope no, that. No, that's what. I, no, no, I understand. That's okay. what you you read. I just feel like. I, that story has to happen. We want. I want to see Cody versus his mentor and everything. But I feel like we have to rewind and build that story up again on on national television. It can't be like, oh, do you remember back? Nobody re- remembers when Cody was first here and Randy took him in and all of that. So I think they will have to people remember it, huh? A lot of people remember that. Not, but not not the the um Cody Rhodes main fans right now. The children that he's giving his belts to and everything. They don't know that. And I think if you just take some time, at least two two weeks, three weeks, to rebuild that story and show like a package of them together and all of that, and then finally have Randy tur- turn on him, you can't just say, "Hey, I, I need I need you to show up at Survivor Series." He shows up, and then okay, yo, it, it just I don't know. I feel like you should build up that story just a little more and then take it away. I, I, that's where I kind of disagree because what what happened is right during the time frame of December. They're going to have those little segments. Well, you know, as they had Damien, not Damien, I'm sorry, what's his name? Drew McIntyre come out and say, next, the following Monday, uh, I turned on you, Cody, because when we were back in, you know, wherever, wherever we were called, you did X, Y, and Z. And then there's the, that buildup between in the month of December for the Roy Rumble, talking about the history, building on that history, and then moving forward from the history. 
Mm. Meh. <laughs> I, I see. Sorry, I for some sorry. reason I see Cody and Ellie Knight somehow. I don't know how or why they're switching. So I can see Cody Cody trying for the Universal Title and Ellie Knight going after the WWE Title. So just my my idea. My, my Ellie Knight Logan Paul. That's what we're getting at. I know. I, I trust me. I like that. But the more and more I feel like Ellie Knight is the top star, not counting Roman Reigns from SmackDown. He needs a title, and he's not gonna yeah, get U.S. The, title. There you go. There, <laughs> done. I can see him fighting like night, night one, Saturday, Saturday night. The main event is Ellie Knight versus whoever is WWE champion, which it might be Damian. Sorry, Priest. I, I do have a question because I don't know if you guys discussed it or not. So please let me know. I did read also online that. Uh, Bad Bunny has let WWE know that they're free. He's free, or he's setting himself up for the WrestleMania weekend. So they try to make plans, and from what I was hearing, it could be again, maybe uh, Bad Bunny and Logan Paul. It, it, it's it's funny because um a lot of fans, including me, he announced his big tour that it's um that he's doing next year, and the first week of April he is in New York, and there's uh that weekend he's it's um open. So he'll be only three hours away from Philadelphia and he can show up if they need him. Hopefully he doesn't get injured. But um, if LA Knight's fighting for the WWE title, I go for it. Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul. But if, if it's not, then I'd rather have Logan Paul versus LA Knight. Uh, either one works for me. I'm happy with either one. I did like the, I think it was Mark. He he announced a tag team match for for uh, bad. It was I think he said Bad Bunny and Ali Knight. Well, no, I had said if you're getting Bad Bunny and Logan Paul, like you're gonna set up for like um, Mysterio with Bad Bunny or what? Oh, man, what did I say? Well, before, you know what is I said it before Santos got to turn heel. So it was like gonna be Mysterio and Santos and Bad Bunny against like Logan Paul and I don't remember what else I said, but it was gonna be an oh no, uh, and Th- Theory and Grayson Wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. I like that too. Um, since you missed it, Raymond, um, any thoughts on whatever you saw uh, for Gear? I had to say, from what I saw, it was. A pretty good pay per view. Oh, yes. With Tony Raymond, yes. I, I'm a little upset there because uh, from what Wait, you Raymond, described. Raymond just admitted that it was a good pay per view? It was, it was, from what I saw, it was decent. Uh, was it the best? No, it was good. I liked it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. It wasn't the best. What? What? What is the best for you? I just want to see what, what, we're, compar- what we're comparing this WWE to. WWE or Mommy? Whichever is it comes first. Wait, so no, no, see, see, this is where we're gonna argue at. You can't just say WWE. There's a lot of shows that AEW pay per views are way better than. So you can't just say WWE is is better than AEW pay per view. No. Well, I mean, WWE's production values are way better than the, uh, AEW's pay per views. That's the P- production as what as fi- fireworks and lights. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get that. <laughs> If, if you're Absolute talking about three, a, three, a three hour, four hour show of, of matches, AEW pay per views have never let wrestling fans down. So when you say production, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to talk about fireworks 
like Edge had better fireworks in WWE than in AEW. But as a as a wrestling show, no way. But moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about your decent show that you watched. Okay, so it was, it was a good pay-per-view. I'm just a little... I, maybe my opinion would be different if I got to see the entire remaining part of the matches. Unfortunately, I had to be up at 5-something in the morning, so I couldn't watch the whole thing. But um, from what you told me, I wish I stood for at least that next match, Swerve versus... Yeah, you left at the um, wrong time. You should have stood yeah. an extra 30 minutes. Yeah, I should have. Now that I, And then they told me, too, that where I was watching, they said you should have stood. Anyway, but... Um, I did like the. Uh, I missed kind of some in the beginning of the Edge, and I, I was hoping that would be the first match so I can kind of watch it, and make sure I saw it. Uh, it was the first match. I, I thought that was a pretty decent match. Uh, remind me of the card again up to that point because I don't remember. My memory is not that great with that. Uh, what did you have? You had the tag, the tag team match. Did you see that one? Oh, uh, the ladder match. Yes, the yeah. ladder match was. Uh, it, it was a good match. I like yeah, that one. Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Um, the women's match. With, Oh, uh, Julia Hart. Oh, my God. I, I was happy with Julia Hart. I don't know why. Yeah, but, but, yeah, Julia Hart winning. That was that was really good. The, the Edge match, we said that already. Uh, what else did we miss? Uh, I can't think of what else. I mean, you you, you saw almost the whole show. Cause after, no, uh, so you, you missed, I think, three matches. Uh, yeah, I think I saw most of the show. And then I also saw the pre-show, which I was kind of shocked. I, I got to give them credit because WWE is kind of – walked away from this but they actually had like basically a show for the pre-show um and i, I thought that was really good they had like two or three matches yeah and they, I was they like, always okay. do that that's why it feels like a, such a long night that's a yeah but i thought i was, I was awesome i was all right this is pretty cool like i felt like when i left i, I felt like i watched the pay-per-view um and granted there was three more matches you know you know what we always finishes the next day you know what raymond i i feel like you saw something that was better than a decent show but you're very scared to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may agree with that one, too. <laughs> um, it's going to ruin his character. I know, exactly. Because <laughs> from what he's saying, it, oh, the pre-show was excellent. It was this. But he's just so scared. <laughs> his his, his um, WWE stock would go down or something if he says AEW had a great show. Listen, I have a badge somewhere that says number one WWF slash WWE fan. I, I don't want to lose that honor. Well, you, you definitely lost the honor of number one mommy fan, but... Oh, yeah, 100%. That, that's how you don't show off to a convention. Put her in it. <laughs> um, I, I got I got choice words for you, but I'm going to save this for after the show. Yeah, so, so, so you left the beginning of the Swerve match, which was a big no-no for you. You should have left after that because we had the Golden Jets. Good match, but if you had to walk out of... I would expect it, that that would be the match to walk out on. Actually, who won that match? The Golden Jets. There was one part where Kenny Omega looked like he was going to turn on Jericho, but he didn't. And they won. And, and we it ended the same way it's been ending lately. The Young Bucks having their little tantrum. Throwing chairs around and everything. So, I guess they're turning why, heels. Why are they like whiny bitches now? Exactly. And throwing chairs around, banging the chairs on the, the corner post, which you know that's only going to hurt your hand. But, yeah. I don't know where they're going with that story. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not even going to guess right now. But, um, that's it. That's a wrap. I guess it's time so for I, a shout out. Oh, well, yeah, well, go. One question, one question, one question before we go. So, I, I don't know if you guys asked it amongst yourselves, but I'm going to ask it now. 
for Thanksgiving being Thanksgiving week, if you had to have only one person, WWE, AEW wrestler, dead or alive, get to pick one, who would you bring to Thanksgiving dinner? You want to answer first or? No, I'll let y'all answer first. Mark, you want to go? You know, that's a real tough one. Because I really don't know the answer to that question. Oh, I do. Um, that's tough, man. I'll let Hector go. I don't know. I I, I, have to, I don't know. I mean, I have like three. When you said that, it's funny. Three, had, three names popped in my head. So I'm just going to pick one and it's going to be Triple H. For, for so many reasons. Talk about the business. Talk about wrestling inside, outside. Like, I want to know everything. The, the whole production of how he, he decides who he's going to sign and all of that. Um, plus, he could sign half of my shit that I need signed by him. Yeah, but does this one get talking That's the thing. Is that part of, of, of Raymond's question? Like, are we allowed? Like, if you if he invites Triple H, like, are you allowed to like annoy the crap out of him to sign like ninety seven things because that's how much that you need him on from over the well, years? The, the autograph, the autograph would be a plus, but it, it, it's it's someone that <laughs> I want to sit down and talk with, and and Triple H is the one I I, I would sit down and talk about everything. Like, yeah, just like a. 24-hour day of Triple H, like, yeah, I would like to know how the whole business works from his mind, mind frame and his part of life and all that. And then the other ones would be, I mean, of course, would be The Rock. Same thing. Since he's involved in so much stuff, talk about business. And then Chris Benoit, but that would be for some personal reasons. But, yeah. Why, um, Benoit? I'm afraid to ask oh what those personal reasons are because... <laughs> as as we don't know about Hector that we might need to know about <laughs> well, I, I, it's funny because I saw a meme that said there's, there's too many Will Smiths but not enough Chris Benoit's so uh, I'll leave that as, as that damn, damn. <laughs> so um, your turn now Mark alright so while was, you were answering I actually thought of three off the top of my head that I had I had to bring down the so, one so, so pick number one my, so my number one would have to be Gorilla Monsoon. Mm, nice. And I say that because, first yeah. off, Gorilla would come with, with the most weird terms ever for like cutting the turkey. You know the you know like remember you used to say uh, to the uh, the solar plexus and somebody get hit with it, whatever. Yeah. Like, I know he came up with some crazy stuff, but to pick his brain about pro wrestling, about being on the road, and you know all different experiences, like him against Muhammad Ali, like all these crazy things that he did. You know, I would just love to get into to his mind and understand his mindset of the business, and that, because he was, in my opinion, the best commentator ever in the business. Right. Number two would be Bobby the Brain Heenan, for similar reasons. Yes, I wish I could have Gorilla and Bobby at this at dinner at the same time. Now that would be amazing because I would not stop laughing. <laughs> but for Heenan, it'd be very similar, also, um, just because again, I'd want to pick his brain. Yeah. And then the third one would be Nikita Lyons because then I hope I have a shot with him. So <laughs> I don't even think we should ask Raymond this question. We'll let him. Oh, it's mine. We'll know this. <laughs> so me, okay. So then, I know the obvious choice would be like Undertaker and Rhea Ripley. Yes, Rhea Ripley is like number two. Undertaker is actually number three. Oh, okay. But the person I no more mommy fan anymore. This is the reason. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, this is why. The person that I would choose is Yokozuna. Why? Because one, I want to see how much turkey you can eat. <laughs> Two, we never got to see the man behind the bonsai, you know. And to have a conversation with him about 
to find out who he is and what he was actually about. Because we we know Rhea Ripley behind the scenes. We know Undertaker behind the scenes now. We know so much about these people. Yokozuna is one of those still kind of a mystery of who he was. And I would like to find out who he was or is. And I would like to have that conversation with him. Did you watch his, um, his icon special? I did. Okay. Um, they did kind of give you those glimpses. No, right? yeah, no. I, actually... I, I was just wondering if you saw it or not. Yeah, no, I, I had seen him. And then I don't know why, but he was one of the names that popped up in my head. When I asked that question, I was like, dead alive. Like, obviously, his choice, choice would be like Rhea Ripley and Undertaker, of course, to kind of get to know them better. Yeah. And for them to know me better. But I think I had to go with Yokozuna. Gotcha. Um, just because you said Undertaker, it popped in my head. Because there, there hasn't been no real news this weekend. But um, Undertaker, there was a, a, a quote from him talking about Shane McMahon's son, I think his name is Declan, that if he wants to train, to please come to him and not to his father. So I thought that was funny. It stood out. <laughs> so Undertaker's willing to train on McMahon. And as we're talking right I, now, I was watching the Miz promo, and more and more I think Miz is going to win the title this weekend. But Now it's time. Now, let me ask you, you guys talk about, uh, I don't know if I, it was, quote, real news or not. I, I don't remember where I saw it. But there was talking about rumors of Stephanie and Shane coming back. Did you, did you see that or any notification on uh, that? No, I haven't. I, this is the first I hear, I've heard of it. I, I, okay. Yeah. The first time I saw so what, that, a rumor come out about Shane, it also popped up that Triple H said he would leave if Shane would come back into the business. So, I don't know. I don't, these are all the... Rumors that I've only saw like one time pop up somewhere, but um. All right, so we'll put that under the category of fake news. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Unless like, I always say like this. This places I follow on um social media for for wrestling news or whatever or gossip. If if you say this person's gonna show up and that person doesn't show up, I kind of not pay attention to you. Or if you if it's so, something really crazy dramatic like. Stephanie McMahon and Triple H are having a divorce, and it's not true. I block you. I don't. I don't want nothing because it means your information or your source is just you just making shit up, just so you can get some likes. So that's why I kind of do like if if you find out that that story is not true, then I, I would say stop following that place, and get your news from something else. But yeah, there's a couple of places that I like uh, comic books news and still real to us. They keep, yeah. It seems like they only talk about stuff that is legit. So, but yeah, I mean, that's just like us right now. We could spend a whole hour just throwing shit out there. So, oh my god, talking about stuff out there, I, I'll give you this. Um, the the big signing AEW did. I thought it was one. Of the, I thought it was the worst signing ever, because the guy is not a free agent. Raymond was thrilled about that signing. <sighs> but I wasn't. I don't know. I'm, I, I, out of all, all three of us, I'm a, I'm a huge Will Osprey fan. I wanted him in WWE so bad because I felt like that's what he needed to be at. The spotlight, um, I saw somewhere that it was he didn't want to move with his family because he would have to stay more in the United States. AEW would give him more freedom. But it just I don't understand how um, New Japan contract works. But if you're under contract with them, I don't understand how you can sign with another company. You usually have to wait till your contract is up 
and then you could sign with somebody. So for me, that was more of a handshake, unless the New Japan contract says you could you could do that. Because he even said it. He signed the contract, and and then the fans started booing him. He he had to tell them that he's not going to be with AEW right away. He's not going to be with them until February. He still has. He's going to be at the big um, TNA comeback show, and he has a whole bunch of New Japan dates that he has to fulfill until his contract is up. So for me, that was more of a handshake, even though you saw him sign a piece of paper. It's just the weirdest. I'm assuming they offered him a whole bunch of money so he doesn't sign with WWE. But it just made no sense that you used to sign a free agent who's not a free agent. But just, I don't know. I I, I just didn't care for the fact that they overhyped it, man. Instead of making making it feel like maybe it's one of these WWE people, they'll say, Will Osprey signs his... Contract or well, they, they did it over hype it. Saturday. They did it over hype it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. They said, if you, if, I don't have the the post in front of me that he tweeted. He said it's it's it, they're gonna um sign a free agent that AEW fans consider one of the best wrestlers. So that's why my mind really didn't go out going crazy of Goldberg or anybody because it said AEW fans, and AEW fans only really got to see Will Osprey there. So, I mean, it is it is a big signing because, trust me, WWE wanted him. Um, TNA wants him. All Japan wish they could keep him. He is a, He's 30 years old. He has a, a, a bright future. But, I don't know. Like I said, just it was. I think they jumped the gun because he's not a free agent yet. Unless All Japan has a weird contract stipulation or something. I don't know. Mark, your opinion. On why well, need specific? You guys just talk about a lot. What about Osprey and stuff? I need to know exactly my opinion on what <laughs> uh, on, the, on the, his signing. The, I guess revealing, uh, the revealing of his signing. It didn't need a segment on Saturday. Like, they, they that. I'm sorry, he's not. Now, if you had signed like an actual name, like hell, even like a Dolph Ziggler, I think would have deserved that time more than you know. Ziggler's not like the biggest deal, but. That's at least a, like a, a name that's worldwide recognized. Osprey, outside of people that follow New Japan and the fucking neckbeards and shit over here, most don't know who he is. Like if I like if I went over to one of my friends that watches WWE and, and AEW casually, and I go, "Hey, the AEW time, Will Osprey? You want me? He's gonna tell me? I don't know who the hell that is." <laughs> and that's the reality. Yeah, they're gonna pull a Raymond. They're gonna pull a Raymond. And go who? Yeah, just just the best wrestler. Out there right now, but <laughs> I not, not deny his abilities whatsoever. Yeah, that's why. I, that's why I wanted him in WWE so he could show everybody and have the, a real spotlight on him. That's the only reason I want him in WWE. It, like I said, but how do you have a big signing and then when he's talking, everyone's booing because he's telling you, "I signed in this contract, but I'm not going to be here. I'll be all elite in February." Then you, why the fuck? Like like Mark said, then why have this segment? I'm gonna you gonna it's, take you're gonna take this time so I can sign it, but I'm not gonna really be here. Bye. <laughs> that, that's a TK issue. Uh, <laughs> yes, anyway. definitely. It, it was so dumb. I feel like what they, is it a TK I, issue? this was more this was more of a to uh to prove to WWE like look we got him because it, it made no sense. Anyway, it's time for shoutouts. <laughs> Save the world now. I uh, go save the world, Bremen. All right. So give kids the world. Please check them out on Facebook. 
and House of Reality also on Facebook. They have a special event. I want, I, I'll get the date for the next podcast, but uh, they are having an event in December where you can meet some of the NXT WWE slash AEW people. So please check them out. And of course, Mania Club, please look at them on Facebook as well. Mark? Do I have a shout out? Um, we always have shout outs. I mean, do, but do I have a shout out? <laughs> um, not really. So I'm going to pass on this, on this shout out. It's like right now, Thanksgiving and whatnot. What about, um, <laughs> what I will say is I'm just going to wish everyone of our listeners a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. This is time really don't have much signings and stuff and whatnot going on. Double, so. double, double. That was very sweet of you, Mark. <laughs> You know, I, I just ruined my moment by just doing like like a like a half like dead turkey impression. <laughs> so yeah, just everybody stay safe, enjoy the holiday with the families. You know, if your job's trying to make you go in, tell them to go screw themselves. This is not the time. Oh great, <laughs> Travis Kelsey's limping off the field. That's the thing. This is great, real nice. Well, you know, sometimes the tail shift doesn't go to a game. Yeah, I'm watching the game as, as we're talking. About same thing, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't go too crazy on um, your Black Friday specials. Uh, save some money for wrestling. Uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania, baby. WrestleMania week tickets have gone on sale. Um, package for SmackDown, Hall of Fame, NXT, Stand and Deliver, and Raw. Uh, or you can start buying them separate, I think, on December 8th. You can buy them separate, or as right now, you can buy a package. But besides that, uh, thank you for supporting us. Uh, stay safe. Happy holidays to everyone. And take care. See you guys around.